Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to The Fringe of It. Episode number four. I'm just laughing because let us set the scene. Due to the snow, unless you're living on another planet, you will have um, you will have heard a lot about this week. Me and Liv tried to get together on Friday. Was it Liv? It was Friday, and I was walking to the station, and you abruptly called me and said, "Don't come. It's going to start snowing again." And I would have been stuck in Margate. And also, my mum was already stuck in Margate, so I was at, I was at capacity. I was like Bethlehem. There was no room at the inn. Not even for this little donkey. <laughs> no. <laughs> so today we are recording over Skype, and a big thank you to Sarah Tasker from Me and Orla, who has a wonderful podcast you should go and listen to. Um, she recommended some software that we are trying, so... It seems to be working because we've tried lots of things to get this re- recording working and sounding half decent and it's been a bit of an uphill struggle. So thank you, Sarah, for sorting out our technical problems. Hopefully it doesn't sound like we're on five live. Say la vie. If we do, then we can pretend we're commentators just for one week only. <laughs> I just felt I've got a lot to say about the snow. You look like a bit like a commentator, actually, in your roll neck and your big headphones. I do, don't I? Oh, and if I get my microphone, which, which nobody on the podcast can see, but if I do this... Probably, oh my god! I probably look like I'm um, commentating on football in the seventies. It's a look. It's a look. Back to our intro. Oh, we've had some emails, which I can't show you. Oh my god! We've got emails this week. Normally, we look at the inbox together, so we might have to cover those next week. Okay, well, let's choose save them for next week as a treat. Yeah, but we do have three emails, which I'm really excited about. Let's let them build up. <laughs> um, and we the- might have six next week we might have six and the facebook group is is the hive of activity it always has been we cannot tame it we cannot tame it um, and another thank you um to everybody that's bought tickets for our event on wednesday and apologies for not mentioning it in a previous episode um it was very spontaneous very quickly organized so if you did miss out a apologies but b there will be another one soon hopefully in april and we'll have prior notice so we'll announce it on here so if you don't follow the facebook group and or twitter or instagram then <laughs> you know we'll inform you here 
I love the way you said that. Hug, hug, hug. Yeah, um, just in case you don't follow us on all social media platforms, then... Then why not? How have you found us? How rude. Yeah, how did you find us? Shall we cut this intro and start off with this week? Let's do it. So hey Liv, over Sky, you're in your dressing gown. I've got, I look like Father Christmas's helper. I've got red and white long johns on and a big red roll neck. I actually said, um, I made quite a niche reference, so kudos if anyone understands this. I said, Charlotte looked like Alex Turner in the Arctic Monkeys Cornerstone video, which... (laughs) If you are familiar with that video, it's a very accurate depiction of how she looks. You've got the big headphones, the roll neck. It's 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 a statement. <laughs> I wish I had Alex Turner's hips, to be fair. Oh, the little snake hips. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever have snake hips. I've never had snake hips. And I think after childbirth, my uh, dreams of snake hips are, are long gone. <laughs> Let's find out what you've been up to this week, Liv. Oh, starting with me. What should we start on? Should we start with what we've watched? I think we just need to talk about the snow. I want to talk about the snow. I mean, on Monday, I went out for my brother's birthday brunch and with my family, and it basically was called off initially because my parents worried about the snow. And this was before it came. There was a dusting, and it'd gone. And I was like, what? And then the rest of the week just went to total... I didn't leave the house from Monday until Friday night. I had to cancel a lot of plans and you feel a bit pathetic because you know that other places get on with it, but we just don't have the infrastructure for this. Well, I think the problem in this country with the weather is for anybody in another country who gets a lot of snow, just laugh at us Brits. I actually look at snow and it, to me, I feel like the, the witch from the Wizard of Oz who melts in the water. I feel like British people melt in snow, like they just can't function. The pavements were really icy, really they icy. They were genuine. I mean, that's the thing. Like, when we were in Finland, for example, we were driving and the people that drove us were driving, like, faster than we do anywhere on the snow, thick snow. Then I was like, you're equipped for that. Your tyres are equipped for that. Like, this is, you're used to this. You have fancy snow boots. Whereas here, we've got wellies and, like, Normal tyres. Normal tyres. <laughs> you won't have known this, but I've ever told you, but I broke my arm when I was four at school on the ice because they sent us out in wellies. Just stay indoors, people. My mum had to stay here for the weekend because she couldn't get back up north, but that's fine because me and Jack went on a date. Ooh, where did you go? Well, we went to the recycling centre first. <laughs> um, then we went to TK Maxx home and then we went to the cinema Okay, that's where, that's where it was all going to. Yeah, I have been to the cinema twice in a week. So I saw Ladybird, and then I also saw I, Tonya. <laughs> I wasn't prepared for how stressful I, Tonya was going to be. I thought, we'll go to the cinema, we'll have a nice time. No, I was on the edge of my seat, my palms were sweating, my cheeks go hot when I'm really stressed. <laughs> it was just a really, really stressful film. I mean, it's based on a true story, and it's just, um, if for nobody that knows what it's about it's Margot Robbie is that the right actress it is it is indeed Margot Robbie Margot Robbie plays Tonya who was a figure skater in the 80s and it's about her journey but it was funny like halfway through the film Jack just looked at me and gave me a look of you didn't think this is what this film was about because he just (laughs) knew how stressed I was getting throughout the film and he was just like kept looking at me and laughing because When I watch a film, I feel like I'm actually living the life. But the greatest thing about that was they played one of my favourite songs, which is Gloria. Gloria, 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 Gloria. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I'm insisting on singing every week as well. 
Is it a good soundtrack? Uh, the soundtrack was exceptional. Um, oh, brilliant. I really enjoyed it. And Lady Bird, I enjoyed. However, I do struggle when films are really hyped up. Oh, yeah. My, my best friend really struggles with that. Yeah. Mainly because I'm always like, it's so good. It's brilliant. It, and it, then I ruin it. It was brilliant. My favourite thing about Lady Bird, I've not kind of really told you what um, I, Tonya, is about. Um, I said figure skating in the 80s and her journey. That's it in a nutshell because I don't want to ruin any spoilers. But Lady Bird, the thing that I enjoyed the most about that, lots of people have been commenting on like the mother-daughter relationship, which I, Tonya, is quite similar in the fact that they focus on that. But um, my favourite thing was the best friend relationship. I really enjoyed watching that and how it developed. I'm very excited to see Lady Bird. Yeah. Very excited. You need, yeah. Well, I've been to cinema twice in a week. I'm pretty much at my year's quota as a parent. I'm going to aim to see it next week and we can debrief in the next episode. Yeah, that would that would be helpful. What have you been watching this week, Liv? Well, I was hoping you wouldn't ask, actually, because <laughs> <laughs> I've not really seen a lot. I've been just talking about snow and wallowing in self-pity, so I forgot to turn the telly on. No, I have seen Super Vet and Gogglebox, both of which made me laugh a lot this week. One, because on Super Vet, there was a dog in a curly wig and he was like a helped like a dog that you send to places to help people a rescue a, a therapy dog a rescue dog um can i interject just for a second and go back to last week's podcast where we referred to paramedics as ambulance drivers <laughs> um i would yeah now that you've remembered the word for therapy dog i just thought that we, i'd let you know that i'd also remembered the word for ambulance people and they are paramedics this is like this is like an apology they have at the front of magazines <laughs> apologies because last week we got everything wrong again yeah, yeah and this week's not really going going much better but tell me about the therapy dogs in wigs so yeah there's this, I can't remember his or her name but someone tweeted me and filled me in because I was just basically like oh it's a dog in a wig and she was like it's a therapy dog and I was like sorry um and then I watched Gogglebox which really made me laugh it's one of those programs I always watch it just to fill my little Friday night gap I normally watch Graham Norton he wasn't on this week where is Graham he wasn't on the radio on Saturday is he on holiday is he okay I hope so because yeah I was I love Graham Norton and I was expecting to watch it it wasn't on so I was like oh okay Gogglebox was and I think that was a really good debrief of the week in television you can miss everything on tv and then, yeah, just, and then watch just watch Gogglebox. And that's what I do. What have you been buying? If you've not been if you've not been watching TV, have you been shopping? I have. And I've done well. There's two different things I want to talk about. The first thing was a brand called Isabel Fox. She has just launched her new collection, which is absolutely beautiful. So I've been eyeing that up extensively. They've got some be- she's got some beautiful, like full-length paper bag style trousers which I've got Ooh. my keepers on it's really up your street it's real like Catherine Hepburn like modern yet classic Ooh. and it's a grandmother and granddaughter I feel like it's a brand you'll really love that's a little bit like is it that the French brand where is that the mum and daughter yes oh yeah, yeah yeah yeah. you're right you're right what is the name of that French brand Maison Cleo yeah that's cool but that one's made in England yeah it's all made in the UK and yeah they're incredibly incredibly talented so loving loving her new collect their new collection even and the second thing I've been buying well nearly is a wedding dress <laughs> casual just slipping know, that in there slipping that in there like blowing you all out of the water so so yeah let's talk about the wedding briefly because you were kind of you went for one appointment and then I believe life got in the way 
And I yeah, just thought so you were putting it on the back burner. But Well, I rescheduled. So I was meant to go a couple of weeks ago. And yeah, life got in the way a little bit. So I rescheduled and I had two appointments yesterday. Initially in the first one, I tried on quite a few dresses. You, only have, you have an idea about what you think you'll like. And everything I thought I'd like didn't quite look right on me, like embroidery, a lot of lace. And then I was like, oh, maybe we'll just go for something more simple. I tried a few really simple, like very grown up, sophisticated dresses on. And they looked really nice. And I was oh. like, oh, my God, this isn't what I expected at all. I've heard that uh, a lot about wedding dress shopping. That, yeah, that and it, it threw me off a little bit. And they did look nice, but Joni, I didn't feel like me. Yeah, definitely. And on your wedding day, you want to feel like the best version of yourself. Exactly. I want to feel like Liv 2.0. <laughs> and I know I can say this because Joe will not listen. Unlike Jack, who is a dedicated listener, Joe just says, well, you don't listen to my podcast. And that's it. So Does Joe I have a continue. podcast? Well, he did, a, he did a football one with his friends. A very, um, like, kind of low-key thing. Sorry, Joe. I'm not listening to that. <laughs> I, wanted to support, I wanted to support your creative endeavours, but... I listened to him recording it, and that's that's my contribution. That, yeah, that's enough. I woke up to the sounds of Match of the Day this morning. I wondered why Jack was so eager to get out of bed. I went to sleep to the sounds of Match of the Day. This is probably really inappropriate, and I've already gone off on one, but my um, the last song at my granddad's funeral was the Match of the Day soundtrack. Oh. So, um, oh. if you knew my granddad, it was it was quite a funny thing. But um, yeah, so every time Match of the Day comes on, flashbacks straight to the funeral. So, oh no, I laugh. I think I that's laugh. the thing with with funeral songs. I mean, we've gone from weddings to funerals. Um, I do. I, who was it? Someone died, and they said basically they didn't want any song that anyone would ever recognise again to be played. And I thought that was a really kind thing to do. Oh yeah, definitely. Because like, the older I get, the more songs are. Well, that's the thing. There's a few songs that I love. There's a couple of George Harrison ones I love. But then I'm like, I don't want to ruin that for everyone. Yeah, I don't want people true, to then listen to it and then be like, oh, yeah, Liv's dead. Okay, we've really gone off one. Can we get back to, can we get back to weddings? How did we even <laughs> How get there? How did we get here? One I'm wedding and a funeral. So morbid. I'm so sorry. Um, can I ask you a few questions about wedding dress shopping? Did you, um, do you get to sit there and drink champagne? Yes, that you do. Do you? I didn't. I mean, I'm not really a drinker, well, but no. they also offer other beverages such as water and tea. Do they offer sweet treats or is there no food near the dresses? The only wedding dress appointment I've been offered sweet treats in was my last one, which was at Jenny Packham and possibly the fanciest. And they offer chocolate dipped biscuits. Chocolate dipped biscuits? And Rocky Road. And I was like, these Sorry. dresses are probably some of the most expensive I've ever seen. Jenny Packham was offering Rocky Road. If you just got a little bit on your thumb... And then you went near the dress. I know. That's obviously for a classier customer than us. So have you found the one? There wasn't like a moment where I was like, this is it, all crying, all of the rest of it. But basically I went into Jenny Packham and there was one, two dresses I really wanted to try on. And I went downstairs, they had the rail of dresses and the two that I really wanted to try on were not on the rail. My heart sank and I was like, they're the ones I really wanted. And I asked the lady, she was like, oh, yeah, we have them. We just keep them out the back because they're, I won't give too much away. But, you know, we keep them out the back, bought them out. Hang on, I want to know why like, she keeps <gasps> them out the back. Oh, I can, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, I'll tell you. Because they're just slightly bigger than the others. Um, oh, I see. Right. Okay. It, she was like, they take up too much room. So right. um, I was like, oh, woohoo. And I tried it on and I was just like, when you're leading up to it and you're trying mm. on other things and you're like, no, but I know what I want to try on. And I tried it on and 
it was, it's really, I really think it's very, it's very much like a lot of, it's got a lot of elements from lots of dress I pinned and a lot of other dresses I'd seen. This has a lot of elements of, so it's not like any one thing I thought I'd go for, but it's like lots of different things. I was like, oh, I, it's combining a lot of things, if that makes sense. Okay, kind of. It's so cryptic. I know. I feel like I can't give too much. Well, you I'm can't not... give too much away. You can't. This is your wedding dress. It's a I'm secret. I'm not too precious, but equally, you know, it's nice to have a bit of a surprise. Yeah, totally. Um, I did post an Instagram when we were upstairs waiting to go down for our appointment of this pink dress. That stole my heart. If that was in white, I would have bought it there and then remortgaged if I'd had to. <laughs> it was so beautiful. I don't even know how to mortgage, never mind about remortgage. I mean, I don't think I've put enough mortgage into the mortgage to remortgage. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know. Um, so we're just going to have to wait till next year to see the dress. I think so, unfortunately. Um, That's fine. I will keep posted. I might do a, just a casual reveal one rainy Tuesday afternoon. That is the temptation, isn't it? Because I, I'm a very impulse person. So one day, if I just felt like it, I feel like I would just... I can't keep a surprise. I really cannot. I really struggle. Like, especially not telling Joe because I tell Joe everything. Yeah. And we're very... We're taught everything. And it's really hard to be like, oh, I found potentially one of the most important dresses I'm ever going to wear and be like, oh, by the way, I can't show you. Oh, it's so hard. Kind of changing the subject, but not because it's still about wedding dresses. But, you know... Do you feel like it's something you'd wear again or is it very much like one day occasion? It's a one day occasion dress, but it's the kind of dress I think I really won't ever want to take off, which I think if you're going to only wear it once, you want it to be the kind of dress you're going to want to wear from the moment you wake up to the moment you fall asleep. Absolutely. Well, if you did want to wear it again, you can go to a ball in Lincoln and I don't know what it's called, but my friend told me about it and you go in your wedding dress amazing that's so, so good if anybody else knows of any other occasions where Liv could get her wedding dress out oh my god so then when you get married we can just go back up to Lincoln and maybe do an episode in our wedding dresses absolutely give my friend a call she's desperate to wear hers again I like I'm very into that yeah. very into that yeah definitely I'm quite um into getting married at the moment on a, on a spontaneous whim um, oh not too spontaneous no I think, it, I think it's the winter I think it's got to me I've run out of things to do I want like, to I want to buy a nice suit for something don't get <laughs> I mean assuming I'll be invited yeah yeah you can you can do the uh, uh commentary that was the word I was looking for it's quite early on oh. Sunday morning everyone I'd like to point out Joe and I finished our wedding list last week as well so dust off your hats Oh, I, I can't, I'm not going to wear a hat. I've got quite a large head. I am shotgunning the pastel, the pastel two-piece suit, trouser suit okay. for anybody listening. Don't, yeah, don't try it, guys. Yeah, I think maybe me, Jack and June might all wear the same colour. Oh, like or a little Or shades hat. of, like ombre tailoring. Oh, don't. I actually haven't bought a lot this week. I know you haven't asked me, but I'm moving swiftly on. Yeah, I, think... I was about to ask. I'm not, <laughs> not uninterested. Just talking about your wedding all day I know, me, 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 me. Um, I haven't bought a lot, um, but one thing I have bought are some biscuits from Marks and Spencers. Um, so I can't pronounce this properly. Maybe you can, but they're cinnamon. I don't even pronounce it. Try. I want to hear you try now. Palmiers. Palmiers. Palmiers, that's it. Maybe. Is that a bit, do I sound a bit pretentious when I say it? No, Palmiers. No, I think Palmiers. Uh, Palmiers. Yeah, Palmiers. Um, they're French, right? Yeah. Um, sure? but, but, but they're cinnamon and my mum's given up chocolate for Lent and um, 
on Wednesday, just before the snow got really bad, she went to Marks and Spencer's with June. Um, I stayed in because it, it looked very cold. And she brought back loads of supplies. And these biscuits, they were the only reason I left the house on Friday to go and get more. So I've just been buying biscuits, basically. And um, I've also got some shoes that I can't wear because they're yellow satin slip-on slippers. Slip-on slippers? Are you going to wear them out? Are you going to be? Are you going to breathe it? Well, I'm not going to wear them out till at least it's been dry for a whole day. Like the pavement can have no moisture in it when my foot hits the ground. Um, <laughs> for anybody, um, go on my Instagram and have a look. But they're yellow satin slip-ons. Oh, I can't say slip-on slippers. And they've got a mules. Fl- yeah, a flat mule. Ooh. And then they have a pom-pom on the front, but um, at no point will I be wearing those. I don't know. Maybe they're just a house shoe. I'm, I'm very undecided. A day shoe. <laughs> Maybe they're a bed shoe or a taxi to bar shoe. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Maybe like an afternoon tea shoe. Oh. But they've been making me really happy. They're just a great, great shade of yellow. Oh, they are dreamy. They're very sunshiny in these dark, dark times. I have bought something else, actually. But it's from Topshop again, and I bought something from Topshop last week, and I haven't really been buying anything indie, but Topshop's on fire at the moment. What else can I say? They are delivering the goods. Um, so it's a polka dot midi to maxi dress. It's got a high ruffle collar. I'm doing oh, this I with my fingers. Um, it's actually sold out now, but it's a white base, and it's got navy polka dots on. It's long sleeve, midi. I can't wait to wear that. Why did you buy something from Topshop? Oh, what have you been buying? See, we've all got a little secret Topshop habit. Oh, I bought a pink, and on the website, it calls it a shacket. It's a shirt jacket. I love it's a shacket. Like, it's quite, um, it's like a workman style one, so it's got two front pockets. Oh, and it's pink. And it's like a, huh? Did you say it was pink? Yeah, like a blushy pink. Oh, I like the sound of that. What's the collar? It's just a normal kind of shirt style collar, so it's almost like a denim jacket, but like a pale pink and more Ooh. shirt-like with a jacket consistency. Oh, a jacket. You got it. Oh, actually, there's one thing I would like to share before we get on to the main brunt of the episode, is that I've been really into a song by a gentleman called Ezra Furman, and it's a song called... Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Wobbly, and I keep singing it. I think I heard it on Radio 6 for the first time, but Joe is getting really quite irate about it because I literally walk around the house singing it. 
and it's just such a feel-good song. Why do boys... Well, maybe it's just Jack and... I think Jack and Joe are quite similar. Jack gets really cross if I play songs on repeat. It's because when I like a song, that's it. I play it once and I'm like, yeah! Yeah, and I'm going to keep playing it until I get sick of it. And I haven't overplayed it, but apparently I've been singing it without realising. And Joe was... I played it on whatever night it was when we were having dinner. And he was like, oh, this song again. And I was like, I've not really played it to you that much. He was like, no, but you keep singing it. And I was like... Oh, I thought that was like a lovely thing. I thought my presence was unrivaled. I thought it was charming. But it's a very catchy song. So if anyone needs a little bit of a like get your day in in motion song, I highly recommend it. Ezra Furman, Wobbly. Okay, obviously I've not heard it because I've been listening to songs mainly from the 80s as I sang earlier, but I will give it a listen. Yeah, it's um, great. It's good. See if I enjoy it. So what are we talking about this week, Liv? This week... I thought we could go into the topic. I feel like we've not done many light topics yet, but they'll be coming, like style and things. But I thought I, today... I want, to do, I want to do fashion soon, but it's not the time of year. I really... We had, even like finding your personal style, that yeah. could be a nice Yeah, I've been topic. in long johns for like two weeks. I have washed them, but I've got nothing to offer anybody in the way of style at the moment. This week, <laughs> I thought we could go on talking about people-pleasing... Making people happy and what you know, coming to terms with the fact that not everyone's always going to like you, um, which sounds actually quite a miserable thing to be talking about. But I think it's something that when you can, when you realise that you can't please everyone all of the time, it's quite empowering. Oh, absolutely! I feel I did lots of work. Getting so American these days. I did lots of work on this last year. You went into it. <laughs> yes, I did. Um, but you cannot please all of the people all of the time. You just cannot. No. And the sooner you realise that, the better, I think. Is that the end of the podcast? Done. That's yeah. our advice. <laughs> but it's true. I think I spent so much of my early 20s trying to please lots of people and actually by doing that you end up exhausted and not not making yourself happy it's so true there's a really good analogy that one of my friends my friend Steph actually gave who's on YouTube and I find it a lot especially with YouTube because I think people can be quite critical of even like YouTube are mean just I know they can get really mean even on the small things so say I sniffed a lot for example I had a cold they'd be like you're sniffing a lot and it's lots of little things. I mean, me less sniffing, but like little traits you might do. This analogy that he gave was, I think he scrunched up a piece of paper and he said, this is you. And every time someone critiques you, you rip a bit of that paper off and then you're left with this tiny little ball because everyone kind of, if you're trying to please everyone all the time, it shapes you into something that like, you're like almost the shadow of yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Like you're the means of what everyone wants you to be, opposed to just being yourself. And it's so true. And I think I'm particularly someone that's very prone to criticism or like, oh God, they might not like this or that person might not like this. And then you're trying to tailor it all the time that you kind of really restrict yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I've got a pin badge on my dungarees and it says take up space. And that was given to me by my friend Ray. Um, and it, one of those things, like I've, I've, um, 
from being really little I've grown up and people my nickname at school was gob on legs and I've (laughs) I think that was my friend's mum that gave me that nickname as well um but you know to be to be female and to be quite bolshy or well see I'm using the word bolshy already I'm using negative words but to be quite um chatty opinionated quite loud it's seen as quite negative things Um, yeah so she gave me the pin badge to just remind myself to take up space and especially being visible on the internet not everyone's gonna like you yeah and that's okay if people are mean and they leave mean comments get rid of them just block them but you know you're not going to be everybody's cup of tea I think when someone is nasty that's their problem and not yours that's their weight to carry if they're unhappy about something you're doing that isn't out of line that's their issue not yours but just being yourself yeah definitely and I think people pleasing um it can even be um I was saying to you I'm doing a talk on Monday and I got an email and I really wanted to do it but they said to me oh do you want to do a presentation or do you want to do a talk old me would have said I'll do the presentation brilliant that's fine whereas I just kind of went for the easier option for me and didn't really think about whether that was going to please the majority of people or not it was just yeah. for me that was the easiest option and I think just little things like that you know if somebody wants to meet up you, you know it's okay to say no if you don't have enough time or you've got a bit of a hectic week people would rather you do that than end up mucking them about I think especially with friends like it's a lot easier to be like actually I can't really do that day than say you can and then be like oh like no I can't do it or oh I then start laughing around later on and making it more difficult for both of you yeah and I think um, another one as well you know when people come around to your house and they're like oh let me know if you need anything and then you just say no when actually you would have liked them to you know if they're coming around for dinner or something maybe they could bring the dessert or something like that and sometimes giving those like quite firm instructions of oh if you could just pick up a dessert or if you could um I had a brunch the other week and um, I asked people to bring a cafetiere and and coffee because I don't drink coffee and they said oh can I bring anything and normally I would have said no 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 don't worry about it gone out bought a cafetiere bought bought some really nice coffee that I actually I'm never going to use again um and that was fine. Nobody was annoyed or offended. I keep saying on these podcasts, as you get older, but I think as you get older, you do less people-pleasing. We were talking earlier about people unfollowing you on social media. You you found out somebody had unfollowed you on social media and you were a bit bit sad. But then I said, so, yeah, so what? I felt, I mean, that's the thing. And I've never, I never check, but it was someone that, you know, you could like, maybe not close to, but still like an acquaintance that I think when you think, oh, why have they unfollowed you? But actually, it's not a personal thing. It's, do you know what I mean, very surface level. But I think if you checked every time someone you liked would have had unfollowed you, it's quite toxic. And I don't do it. If you can, I know people that do get quite sucked into it and then take it quite personally. And again, if you're looking every time someone you like unfollows you, that's like a little flick to your confidence. And then imagine all the time... And I think you can be as nice as... Like, there is that horrible, cheesy saying, which I really wanted to avoid saying, but I'm going to go there, which is, like, you can be, I don't know, the juiciest peach in the punnet, <laughs> and there will always be someone that doesn't like peaches. And it's so true that you could be lovely to everyone all the time, and someone will be like, oh, yeah, she's too too nice. But, you know, or you could... There's always something that people are going to just think, oh, she's too that, or she's too that, or... I don't know, you're never going to strike a happy medium for everybody, and that's life. 
Well, absolutely. Going back to peaches, I really, really dislike honey. And people, oh. yeah, most people are like, how can you dislike honey? I just really don't like the taste. And that's, that's no reflection on honey. It's amazing. <laughs> it's made by bees. You know, honey's great. It's just honey's not for me. And that's yeah. absolutely fine. I have, I do unfollow people on social media um, for loads of different reasons, but it's never kind of deep, a deep rooted hatred. It it might be that they, maybe, I, maybe I'm just too fickle. Maybe they just posted too many pictures of coffee and I unfollowed them. You know, I think that's it. Lucy Sheridan actually did a really good analogy of this, but it's so true. And I do feel like you have to like detach that a little bit. Like I might unfollow someone and it's not because I dislike them or I think they're not a nice person it's just mainly maybe it's a jealousy thing maybe that's on my part maybe it's making me feel a bit insecure about my own achievements which again is on me and not them and I think it's remembering that that if someone unfollows you it's not necessarily your fault or your weight to carry and this is more than just social media as well well I think you need to not you (laughs) just just analyzing you right now but we need to remember that we're not in charge of how other people feel and you're in charge of how you feel and people pleasing can often blur the lines around that um I think apologizing as well um yes I've stopped apologizing especially on emails trying to take the word sorry so I'm really sorry. Oh God! Actually, I, no, that's great. That's so true. I was like, I need to take that away this week. That's gonna be yeah. my takeaway. So um, I have. I, I think there's um a plugin you can get on your laptop, but I've just been doing it manually, and just saying thank you for your patience. You yeah. know, it's not that I've been ignoring their email. It's that I've had other things going on, and I've had to prioritize other things. Because you'll be amazed at how often you say sorry. Oh, I know. I say sorry for everything I think on um even on Insta stories a few people called me up and they were like like I was just I was talking I was like oh sorry for the way I look or the sorry that my hair's a bit of a mess and people were like what why are you saying that like don't apologize that's just how you look in the morning like the <laughs> yeah. second you start apologizing people think you need to be you need to be apologizing do you know what I mean yeah definitely so I think people pleasing um ways to avoid it or not ways to avoid it, ways to limit people-pleasing um, is not apologising and learning to say no quite a bit when it doesn't work for you. Yeah, definitely. And I think um, another point as well, I kind of keep putting this on you, but I, I just I just know a few situations we've had like the past couple of weeks is when somebody's angry at you or you think somebody's angry at you. Actually, I'm the worst for this. Like, it makes me so anxious. And until I oh my know God. that that person's okay with me, I won't be able to rest. I'm like that. I cannot, cannot deal. But again, if somebody's annoyed with you and you haven't actually done anything out of line or, you know, you know offended that person, you, you, you know, you know in yourself that actually what you did to offend them was was totally fine and actually it's their reaction then yeah yes say la vie it is so true and you can get yourself so worked up and I think for a long time I've always been worried about pleasing people I'm not upsetting anybody but you can't because then you end up just kind of jumping over like you know hoops each of you hoops jumping through hoops not jumping over hoops you could jump through them for everyone all the time and then like it doesn't get you anywhere like people don't necessarily look at you and think wow she's really made an effort they're just like oh that's just what she does 
yeah definitely people um begin to accept that as the norm so then also you can have people like walking all over you because they know that they can yeah I'm trying to think if that's ever happened to me I think the one time I was really strict on not people pleasing was when I first had had June when I first had my baby and I read that you should I think it was um Clemmie Hooper, who said that you should have a week in bed and a week on the settee um, after you've had a baby. So I didn't quite do that, but I was really strict on visitors, really, really strict. So I had my mum and dad were here and then they left and then Jack's mum and dad came and then they left. And actually, we just enjoyed quite quite a few long days and nights, <laughs> just me, Jack and June. And all the visitors came but they came a couple of weeks after she was born because we just needed time to adjust. And that was the first time ever I didn't people please. I wasn't like, oh, well, you know, if you just want to pop around at 10 for half an hour, because if you've tried to get rid of people when you've got a newborn baby, um, it's actually impossible. Oh, I can imagine. Ever since then, I, I just can't stop. It's so positive because it doesn't make you like an unkind or lovely person. You can still put your foot down and still be like a really nice reasonable rational human being like it doesn't make you weaker or like harsh or brash Um, it just another thing when you think about a woman and sometimes they uh they but you know she's described as difficult oh and that sometimes you know is why we go to the lengths of people pleasing because we don't want to be perceived as difficult or hard to work with and it's never that I'm that I'm rude or unkind just sometimes it's a no from me yeah, and I, I'm very much like that. And I've been like in the past with work that I've been like, oh, no, I'll do it just to keep everybody happy. And then I've looked back and I thought, well, it didn't get you any further. Like no one looked at you and thought, wow, what a saint. They just thought, oh, she'll do it. Whereas yeah. actually you have to kind of be like, well, I need to put myself first here because a, it's going to it's I don't know, especially when you are your own like business and you are your own reflection of that. You know, you need to stand your ground. And I think especially when you have to be cheesy to keep your brand in line and you have to make those decisions to stop losing that authenticity and your beliefs, then actually you're the only person losing out if you're the one saying yes all the time. Oh, I feel like I could open a can of worms on this, but I think that's so right when you are your business. And for lots of people, they're the face of the business, even, you know, I'm not just talking about about bloggers and things like that, you know, lots of um designers florists cake makers candlestick makers bread makers um you know when you are the face of your business sometimes you know you do want to work with people or say yes to things and recently I've had to say no to a few things um there was one campaign in particular where they wanted me to post non-original images to my Instagram and I just really had to put my foot down and say, mm. I'm, so, I'm really sorry, I just don't do that kind of thing. And I was really firm, I was really polite, I was really nice in the way that I explained it, but it, you know, I just said no, because I didn't it want wasn't to the pe- right thing. Yeah, and I didn't want to people please, and I think I've only become that kind of person in the last year, strong enough to kind of say, you know, I'm not going to do that. Um, and I think I'm becoming slowly a better person for it. Well, yeah, because then you're you're not compromising on your beliefs and what you think is right with your positioning. But equally, you know, no one's looking at you thinking, God, what a what a challenge. They're just like, oh, that's fair enough. Because then there's probably things that they wouldn't do for their job either. 
Absolutely. And if people do think I'm difficult, then so, so what? I'm not difficult. Maybe I am difficult. But do you know what? So what? Why does that have to be a neg- negative? Maybe we need person? to redefine difficult. Yeah, what could be another word for difficult? Even even the phrase, she knows what she likes, that is deemed as... A negative thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah, she knows what she likes. Maybe, maybe this week we should... Um, think about how we can rephrase some of those those negative personality traits that I think often females get labelled with and see if yeah. we can come up with some more positive ways of being like even firm. Yeah. Everything's when you say things like that, you're presented with an image of someone that's like mistrunchable or like a really like tough, intimidating, bullshit woman. Whereas actually I think you can be decisive. Yes, like that. You know, you can just know what you want without being a harsh or nasty person. Yeah, it's not, you know, I feel like there's two ends of the spectrum. You're either really nice and you're doing the people pleasing or she's somebody that would walk all over somebody to get what she wants. And actually, yeah. is there, a, there? well, there absolutely is a happy medium in the middle um, and <laughs> lives pulling faces over me. Stop it. Stop it. This is girl. Um, and, you know, and, and why don't we see that person more? I feel like I could explore this topic for hours. I know. There, I feel like we always get to like the end of a conversation and we're like, God, we're only just flexing this muscle. Absolutely. Well, somebody messaged me the other day, and I'm sorry because I can't remember your name, and said about my phone-in situation that we could maybe take pre-recorded messages and somehow play them, but I still don't know how that's going to work. I feel like we could. I feel like maybe if someone, if you wanted to, like, maybe leave a voice note on your phone um, with a question, potentially, and then email it to us. Yeah, we'd have to release the topic before then, though. Yeah, that would require us being a bit more indes- a bit more decisive, wouldn't it? Firm. We were going to talk about how, like, getting yourself out of a funk next week. Yes, we were going to talk about that this week, but then um, Liv um, kind of said to me, "Do you want to talk about?" People pleasing, and I feel quite passionately about not people pleasing. Pleasing the people. Um, um, well, I wanted to please you, so that's why I said yes. Um, but yes, so next week's topic in advance is going to be getting out of a funk because I think both me and Liv have been in a funk recently yes. for different reasons. So if you have any thoughts, comments, suggestions on that, feel free to email us. And then we can read them out and we can answer them. Then, we would love to. Yeah, I feel like we're getting somewhere. We're getting a structure in place. Yes, a structure. It's not just mindless waffle. Apologies to anybody that listened to last week's podcast episode and listened to the unedited version that I uploaded to SoundCloud. No comment. <laughs> it was an excellent version where Jack walked in, Liv kind of knocked over some vases. There was all kinds going on. So that's today in a nutshell I hope that this kind of works I don't know if our chemistry is as is as hot down the line I feel it's hot all year all year round all location round so um if this does work we could maybe uh live I'm just kind of putting this to you but Liv's going on um some some crazy adventures in a couple of weeks and we were actually going to skip the podcast however if this does work and you're happy with the quality, um, people out there, um, we could we could do this for when you're away rather than skip a week. 
That's a very good idea. I'm actually going to be in New Zealand, which is very far away from Margate. So that could be a good compromise. We can communicate via across the world. Didn't word that correctly, but, um, you know, via the means of Skype. Yeah, so... um... Thank you for listening. I mean, the, I hope the quality is okay. It might even be better. Who knows? Let us know, but only if you liked it. <laughs> yeah, we had we had um, a review this week about the sound quality, but I, I don't know. If, send us an email rather We're than We're working a on it. We're trying our best. Done is better than perfect, no? Yes. Yeah, amen. Preach it louder. <laughs> um, well, I hope that everybody has a good week. The snow has melted here in Margate, and I hope wherever you are that it melts too. And we see some signs of spring. I hope so also. Are you going to say goodbye, Liv? Goodbye, Liv. (laughs) No. So we will either see IRL this week or we will hear from us next week. Hope you have a lovely, lovely, positive week. Lots of good telly. And we'll catch up then. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.